Santa Margarita Ranch, near Oceanside, California, the makers of Taste and Sanborn Coffee bring you the Taste and Sanborn program. Starring Francis Langford with Spike Jones, the City Slickers, Tony Romano, I'm Ken Carpenter, and our guest this Sunday is Charles Kemper. And here's Francis. Oceanside, California, is within the borders of Camp Pendleton, the largest marine camp in the country. The hospital itself is pretty far from the ocean, but it's situated on the banks of Lake O'Neill. Sailors and Coast Guardsmen, as well as Marines, get wonderful care here. And the Del Mar Race Track isn't far from Oceanside, and the track is open now, so lots of the men who are well enough to get out once in a while have been taking in the races. Spike and I went over to Del Mar yesterday. Weren't there a lot of servicemen there, Spike? Well, yes, but did you notice there seemed to be more sailors? Yeah, I feel sorry for those poor sailors at a place like that. Why do you suppose they don't put pockets in sailors' uniforms? Francis, after a day at Del Mar, who needs pockets? <laughs> People always kid about their uniforms. I wonder if that's why you hardly ever see a conceited sailor. What do you think, Ken? Uh, it could be, Francis. After all, a sailor doesn't have room to get too big for his britches. Uh, <laughs> well, Ken, isn't there something they can do about those bell-bottom trousers? Well, uh, they can take the slack out of the bell and put it up where it's needed most. <laughs> well, that's a neat trick if you can do it. 
But now, Spike has some tricks up his sleeve. Friends, you all remember Casey Jones, the old song about the famous locomotive engineer of the same name. Well, this evening, Casey rides again. But Spike has brought him up to date and made him a bombardier. So here are the Jones boys, Casey and Spike, with Country Washburn as their singing co-pilot. Okay, city slickers, bombs away. Double pleasure to be had from coffee right now. What's more, it's easy for you to get the share you're entitled to. It's all in knowing how, and here's the system. Enjoy iced Chase and Sanborn coffee with meals and between. Because in iced coffee, flavor is all important. And it's the richer, finer flavor of Chase and Sanborn coffee that's brought more pleasure to more people in the past year than ever before in our history. Follow that lead to more abundant flavor for your iced coffee now. This extra goodness is just what it takes to offset the melting ice with a generous margin to spare. Use the tallest glass in the house and have Ice Chase and Sanborn, the king of hot weather drinks. It's not only cooling, delicious, refreshing, but on top of all that, it's coffee. That's the big, unique advantage that puts iced coffee in a class by itself. Tonight, tomorrow, and all summer long, enjoy record-breaking flavor in your iced coffee. Ask for Chase and Sanborn coffee every time. seems to have come out of this war. Maybe it's because there's been so many good ones. The boys here at Oceanside have asked me to sing, There's No You.
spot before the war, and the scenery here is really lovely. The first thing you see is a big bluff and a large bay. Somebody talking about me? <laughs> Charles Kemper! Well, Charles Kemper. Oh, that's me. <laughs> you look very pleased with yourself today, Charles. Somebody tell you you're looking thinner? No, I just swung a big deal. Well, hooray for you. I took all my money out of the savings account, borrowed all I could from all my friends, Got $10,000 from the bank and put it all together, and it's just enough. So I bought it. You bought what? A used car. <laughs> I didn't even know you could drive. Of course I can drive. I've been driving since I was two years old. Well, that's pretty silly. How could you drive when you were two years old? I sat on a pillow. <laughs> Charlie, when do I get to ride in your new car? Well, what's the matter with it right now? There's the car right over there. Don't tell me that's your car. Yeah, ain't it a honey? That car must have been built before automobiles were invented. You don't think I'd buy a car that wasn't broken in, do you? <laughs> well, at least let's ride with the top down. Okay, you want the top down? Mm-hmm. Here she goes. Down's the daisy. Of course, it'd be lots easier with a convertible. <laughs> now you've done it, Charlie. Here comes the policeman. Hey, you. Hey, <clears throat> Uh, well, answer him. Uh, your manner is familiar, but I can't place your face. Well, I'm Officer Carpenter. I saw you hit the car in front when you parked. I always hit the car in front when I park. What do you want me to do? Wear out my brakes? <laughs> I got a little ticket for you. What's your name? Charles C. Kemper. What's the C stand for? Charles. <laughs> my father stutters. Where do you live? Uh, 27 Pretzel Avenue. I never heard of Pretzel Avenue. It's just around the bend. <laughs> What's your draft classification? Four if. Four if? 
What's for if? If there's nobody else left, they come for me. All right, here's your ticket. I don't want any more trouble from you. Uh, my father can lick your father. Let's get out of here. Well, we're on our way. Yeah, isn't it cozy? Uh, Francis, how about a little kiss? Well, you've got your nerve. Oh, come on, let's break in the new car. No. Well, Eisenhower says it's okay to fraternize with civilians. All I want to know from you is, when do we stop? Does that answer your question? Hey, you. What's the idea of driving on the left side of the road? Well, they do it in England, and they have less accidents than we do. I ought to pull you in. Never mind, I'll buy a girdle. Well, you get another ticket. Lady, haven't you got any influence over your boyfriend? My boyfriend? Officer, I never saw this man before in my life. What? Oh, ho! A kidnapping, huh? Listen, she's no kid and I ain't napping. <laughs> Look, something tells me I better get in there with you and put my motorcycle on the running board. Then I can just write out the tickets as we go along. Would you mind moving over, lady? Not at all. Okay, let's go. Look, you're turning a corner. Where's your hand? Here it is. Ain't it pretty? I use cocoa butter. A ticket for failing the signal. I'm going to write my congressman. There ought to be a law against policemen. If you had any self-respect, you'd turn in your badge. Well, I turned in my badge once. What happened? My pants fell down. <laughs> well, you're not the only... You're not the only one that's got a badge. I got... Too. Charlie, don't tell him about that. It's only a junior G-man bag. Yeah, but it's got service ribbons on it now. <laughs> hey, you. Watch your speedometer. You know how fast you was going? Sure, I was going 60 miles. Uh, no, uh, I mean 40. Or 20. I, I bet I wasn't doing over 10. <laughs> okay, just keep talking. You'll get a ticket for backing up. Oh, officer, you sound so brave. Well, of course I'm brave. I don't know the meaning of the word cowardice. I don't know the meaning of the word retreat. I don't know the meaning of the word fear. You're the dumbest cop I've ever met. You better be quiet, Charlie. He looks awfully strong to me. Officer, may I feel the muscle in your arm? Why, sure. My, it's like a watermelon. You think he's got muscles? Feel mine. Well, what do you know? The seeds. <laughs> now you've done it, we've run out of gas. What do you mean, we? I still got my motorcycle. Can I take you someplace, miss? Thank you, officer. You are a gentleman. Hey, how about me? Oh, yeah. I almost forgot. Here's a ticket for blocking traffic. You and your own motorcycle? I'm going to fix you. Yeah? What are you going to do? I'm going to have you arrested. Me? Arrested? Well, for what? For turning corners on two wheels. <laughs> Charles Kemper with many thanks for the buggy ride. While Charlie was running out of gas, Spike and his city slickers were getting up steam. You've heard black magic, but you've never heard it quite as black as you're going to hear it right now. <laughs> Del Porter would do the lyrics, and I'll do a disappearing act. Okay, Spike, wave your wand.
that you weave so well. Those icy fingers up and down my spine. The same old witchcraft when your eyes meet mine. The same old tingle that I feel inside. And then that elevator starts to rise. Down and down I go. Round and round I go. Like a leaf that's caught in a tie. Stay away, but what can I do? I hear your name. And I'm a flame. A flame with such a burning desire. That only a kiss can put out the fire. For you as the lover I have waited for. The mate that fate had me created for. And every time your lips meet mine. Darling, down and down I go. Round and round I go. In a spin, loving a spin I'm in. Under that old black magic called See what I can do by just waving my wand? Yes, Spike. Now, could you wave it just once more and make your band disappear? Well, now, I don't think we play that so bad, considering that uh, we forgot to bring our instruments. <laughs> Spike, tell me one thing. Don't any of your musicians ever leave you? Uh, Francis, Spike's musicians don't leave. They escape. <laughs> Is that so? Well, now, let me tell you something. Oh, yeah, you don't. You let me tell you something. One timely event in the food world gets lots of attention these days. Lots of attention and loads of praise. And it's no wonder. It's the sensational showing of Chase and Sanborn coffee, iced for the duration of summer. Millions are hailing iced Chase and Sanborn as the king of hot weather drinks. Yes, more this season than any other summer. Because in the past year, this superb blend brought more pleasure to more people than ever before. Flavor is the reason, so it's no wonder Chase and Sanborn is swooping along, winning new friends, making more coffee history. That lavish abundance of extra flavor is just what iced coffee calls for. Besides that... Ice Chase and Sanborn is a great deal more than just a cooling drink. It's coffee. Delicious, refreshing, and satisfying, yes, and stimulating, too. So that with food or alone, it combines business with pleasure. And even while you're enjoying its flavor, you know the time is well spent. So, enjoy more iced coffee, and enjoy iced coffee more. Ask for Chase and Sanborn coffee. Our weekly medley features three melodies by that dean of songwriters, Jimmy McHugh. Tony Romano, the city slickers, and I divide the group three ways. And here's Tony. Don't blame me for falling in love with you. I'm under your spell, but how can I help it? Do. If I can't conceal the thrill 
sweet as a kiss can be And blame all your charms that melt in my arms But don't blame me Because we've all read in the papers and heard on the radio about the transportation crisis. And yet there are still people who feel that their plans to spend a few weeks in the mountains or at the beach are more important than Nimitz and MacArthur's plans involving some Japanese beach. 
When the railroads plead with people to stay off trains this summer, they mean all the people. Not one of us has the right to think of himself as an exception, no matter what we're doing or what we've done. They're fighting men to be transported in one direction and wounded men to be carried in another. There is constantly a staggering mountain of freight to be moved. Is it such a sacrifice to spend your two-week vacation in the comfort and the quiet of your home? If you think it is, think of the men on the beaches and in the jungles who have had no vacation for over three years. Think of the men to whom there could be no greater thrill in the world than just to be home. So to help those men who are winning this war by leaving home, the very least we can do is stay home. Good night. Officer Captain Irving W. Jacobs and Lieutenant Robert Brown for this day here at the United States Naval Hospital in Oceanside, California. Be with us again next Sunday at this same time when Francis Langford, Spike Jones, the City Slickers, Tony Romano, and all of us will be appearing at the Santa Monica Redistribution Center in Santa Monica, California. When you're buying coffee, think of us and ask for Chase and Sanborn coffee. Coffee made to serve in times like these. This is Ken Carpenter speaking from Oceanside, California. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight out of every ten say, Royal desserts taste more delicious. Yes, Royal desserts taste more delicious. That's right. When 1,526 Royal Desserts users told why they always reach for Royal, eight out of every ten said, Royal Desserts taste more delicious. Woman after woman sang the praises of Royal Chocolate Pudding, told how everyone in her family goes for it. Royal seems to have more chocolate richness, many enthusiastically declared, and so easy to prepare. Requires no sugar. Look for luscious Royal Chocolate Pudding tomorrow. If you can't get it, take Royal Vanilla, Royal Butterscotch, or a tangy fruit-flavored Royal Gelatin Dessert. Yes, take anything, so long as it's Royal. Remember, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight out of every ten say, Royal Desserts taste more delicious. Yes, Royal Desserts taste more delicious. This is the National Broadcasting Company.